the dog it barks at the moon in the sunlight chapel. Uh, if that's true, then the owl sleeps through breakfasts. Okay. It wears its glasses in its pocket. The, uh, mm, uh, um, construction three. Um, building. Mm-hmm. Um, chapel. Mm, nah, uh, <sighs> uh. Are you Butterfield? Uh, I. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm Butterfield too. The first one. Uh, I can never get this right. Oh, that yeah. wasn't working out at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's okay. It doesn't uh, matter. Anyway, uh, you've uh, you, uh, for those who've just joined joined us. Uh, this is this. We are not wizards. It is a. It is a. What is it? It's a counter spy favorite. Yeah. <laughs> you see where I get that from? Oh yeah. And yeah. You, you might recognise the voice I'm with. I am I'm joined tonight by um by Gary Butterfield, who is known to be for Bonfireside Chat, for Watch Out with Fire Fireballs, um along with Cole Ross, he runs the the Duct Feed T V um the network. Mm-hmm. And uh, hello Gary, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing, Richard? Yes, I'm I'm fine. Thanks for having me. I am very, very glad to have you on tonight. Um, it's gonna be should be a bit fun as long as, long as we get our spy words kind of sorted out. Which yeah, <laughs> we we'd both be dead uh, many times over. Yeah, I'm as, gonna as be. Yeah. I'm be such arrested. a bad liar. So I would just be terrible. I would just be like arrest me now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'd go up and they'd go. They'd say the dog barks at the I don't know cats yeah. dogs other yeah, dogs mailmen um, anything really cats. ghosts um, <laughs> I'd just be i just go up and go Richard um, Simpson how are you yeah <laughs> <laughs> and try and um, do a rubbish accent yeah. um, anyway um, as I say we're joined tonight by, by Gary um, we're just going to have a little chat and um, we hope you we hope you enjoy it but um, obviously we're here to talk about board games Mm-hmm. Um, the reason that we do this, as we say on every show, is there's quite simply there is um, not enough podcasts out there about board games, mm-hmm. and uh, there's also not enough podcasts out there by two ch- by two chaps. Yeah, t- yeah. Let's let's get two white guys to talk about their opinions. <laughs> That's always a good thing to have. That's <laughs> the thing the world's been waiting for. I wonder what would happen if you searched on white um, on iTunes for two white guys giving opinions. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it would, I don't know if anybody puts them as their tags. Yeah, <laughs> it's a missed opportunity. I, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go and change my metadata just now in iTunes because <laughs> that's a, that's an easy thing to do. <laughs> but yeah, we're here to talk about some board games because um, for those who know Gary from other places, he talks about a certain video game and other video games, and um, he he you do a lot of video games, but. Um, Board game wise, are you are you a fan of board games? Do you play yourself? Um, I am, though. Uh, most of my kind of time at the table is done doing RPGs. Uh, oh, I, have, okay. I have a week, weekly RPG night, um, but with that same group, uh, we will play board games. Um, we actually once a year, and it, it's coming up. We finally got it on the the calendar. Um, mm-hmm. We do a retreat. Um, f- so for a weekend, we go out to a, a cabin. Uh, this year, we rented a ski chalet. Which is pretty cool, <laughs> and we're going to. Uh, can, can you ski? Uh, no, it's also it's it's uh, uh, August, so there's no skiing. 
that's why it was cheap. Um, but we're indoor kids. We're just going to stay inside and play board games for, for two straight days. And See, that sounds cook, like cook a bunch fantastic. of good food. It's, it's that sounds fantastic. Very fun. And, yeah. and uh, my friend uh, Levi, who is part of that group, um, is how I get exposed to a lot of new board games because he uh, he is a connoisseur and a, a big, uh, big purchaser of board games and we'll bring them to that. And then really good ones will kind of trickle in throughout the year. The ones that we really like, we'll play throughout the year as well. That's pretty cool. So how did you, I mean, how did you mention RPGs? And we, we can talk about RPGs. So, I mean, how did you get into the kind of the RPG playing type thing? How'd you yeah. Get on? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I was I was always um, kind of a fantasy kid. Uh, I liked mm-hmm. uh, fantasy books and and movies and the like, and um, would read uh, kind of trashy, you know, young adult fantasy novels, including the uh, the Hickman and Weiss Dragonlance uh, right. books when I was in in middle school, and I was always kind of peripherally aware of D and D through those books and through just kind of pop culture and the cartoon. Uh, have you ever seen that cartoon? It's, it's pretty special. No. <laughs> um, it's, uh, it, it's worth looking up. Uh, I'll, have a, I'll have a check. You yeah. send me with a link and I'll have a look at it. Yeah, the, um, I think the first episode is on YouTube. Um, all right, okay. No, I'll yeah. definitely check it. I'll definitely the, check uh, it out. It's not, it's not precisely good, uh, but it is uh, it's <laughs> it's unusual. Yeah. Um, does it so, have a theme tune? <laughs> um, it does, actually. Yeah. The um, it's, it's an instrumental theme. Unfortunately, it's not like a rock oh, right, song okay. about... I wasn't going to ask you. I wasn't going to ask you. So. <laughs> I, w- I probably would have involuntarily if it had one. Um, really? I, yeah, probably, uh, the um, mm, so, okay. We can maybe we can maybe put that in later on. If yeah, we we'll, sing at the end because we'll, obviously we'll cut it yeah, we'll sing, we sing an outro. We could we could um, we could say, put that in at the beginning because I think go. that might work. Yeah. There you go. That'll work. Yeah, uh, yeah. I I would have to refresh my memory on how the theme song goes. It's been a long time since I've seen the cartoon. <laughs> uh, but so I, I just kind of knew about it, and then I, I met a, a guy named uh, a friend of mine named Sean, uh, mm. with his older brother uh, who played and just asked me to to play, and I just mm. got into it from there um, and kind of fell in love with it and started playing D and D and then started playing uh, Shadowrun, uh, which I got yeah. into because of the video games, uh, the Nintendo yeah. and the Genesis games. I yeah I um I played a, f- a little bit of Shadowrun when it was out um, on the consoles, and it was only later on I was like oh there's there's books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's flicky books and they've got rules and they've got tables and they've got dice and they've got oh this looks boy um, do they have tables like that is that is a crunchy system <laughs> like that is uh yeah. they love a dice they love a d20 yeah yeah they're they're, they're mad for it um yeah. but yeah so i mean you so you continue with the have you always been playing the rpgs since then has uh, that I, been kind of like your thing or? i took a long kind of break but uh got back into it actually through um Brayton, Brayton Cameron, uh, uh-huh. who you know from uh, you may know from the network, um, he's yeah, guest yeah, on shows and um, yeah. uh, the pitch and teenager bags. He um, he got kind of was like we should do this, and I got back into Shadowrun with a group of his friends. Uh-huh. Um, and then uh, when I moved to, so we played that for a couple of years, and then when I moved to uh, to Portland, uh, that is how I met like my Portland friends was finding a gaming group online yeah. because it's it's hard if you move to a new city as an adult. Uh, how do adults make new friends? Um, it is it is difficult to do without a structure, uh, yeah. you know. I know, and it's in diff- difficult to do without kind of uh, feeling completely embarrassed about the whole situation. Oh, as well. absolutely! You know, to people for the sort of go. Hi, I, si- I signed up for a, a comic meetup thing when I was first in town. Uh, just like I want to meet some people and talk about comics, and uh, they said that they would be at a place and then they weren't, and that place was like an hour bus ride away. 
So I got uh, stood up for it, and I was just like, oh, I felt no. so embarrassed and like, and and hurt by this really dumb thing of this, just these strangers changing their plans without telling me. But it it transported me right back to like high school or eighth grade of like being picked on and and stuff. And it was <laughs> being left really in the dark, being told, yeah, we're definitely meeting um at the malt shop at seven thirty, <laughs> and then on Tuesday. Oh, did we say Tuesday? We meant um Thursday. Thursday, Saturday, Friday. Do you want to go out with my friend, Carla? You know, and just like, oh, yeah. And then like, yeah, yeah, she'd be nice. Yeah. And then like, turns out Carla only wants to go out with you because Carla's never dumped a guy before. Uh, Yeah, on a bet. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is her her staring into the avoid to to see if it'll stare back. Um, Yeah. Staring into the abyss. It was the exact same, the, uh, the exact same kind of, abyssal field kind of kind of thing the um so like yeah it is it's so hard to meet people but i like stumbled across like really great people like levi and, mm. and i mentioned my friend nick and our, our game group which i meet with every week and is our you know my best friends uh who are local here um yeah. well that's so it, that's how that's incidentally how me and colin met and um, mm. was through uh not in a dating sense yeah. kind of just yeah <laughs> no but and you know he was um i yeah i mean uh, I I turned up at the local group. He was there. Our eyes met. There was a little sing song in the air, and the next thing we know, we're you know we're playing. Uh, we're playing. I think it was Rampage. We played, mm-hmm. which, um, yeah. yeah. So that's you know. So yeah. I mean, these gaming groups are good because there's a lot of. They're quite accepting. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I've kind of you know a lot of folk. Yeah, I kind of walked in and just said, "This is who I am," and I've got a couple of games, and folks said, "Yeah, pull up a chair. You can." you can kind of play so from there was so what um you mentioned obviously you mentioned you you got your group eventually mm-hmm. together in in portland so did you go back to Shadowrun, or were you trying were you trying other things uh we we've gone through a variety of uh things so so me and then my friend uh, levi typically run games and we kind of go back and forth um mm. right now i am running a fairly long and um, we're about two-thirds of the way through a very long uh call of cthulhu campaign um, I bought a box set uh, called Horror on the Orient Express. Uh, <laughs> that is a... That's amazing. Who did it? Everybody did it. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I picked the tentacle boy up the back on the right hand side. I we, didn't do it. <laughs> to, to, uh, to prepare, like the night we made characters, we also watched uh, um, Murder on the Orient Express, the, oh, right. the, the pro version. And right. a, a lot of us had never seen any pro before, and that's that shit's very funny. <laughs> like that guy, he's just <laughs> no, nah. like he's, he just barks out like French angryisms in response to everything. Uh, that that's a good detective right there. See, over in the UK, we actually had. The, I don't know if you ever seen it. We had the actual. There was a there was a Poirot series mm. that went on UK TV with David Suchet. So. I knew him from there, and they did an actual Murder on the Orient Express special, I believe. But the Orient that, that's, Express, that's I the know, one we watched. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. There you go. And Sorry, I just. The, yeah. Peter Ustinov one's the one I know as well. Yeah. I, did, I just know the, the Suchet version. Uh, we watched it on uh, just on YouTube, but it's, uh, it was on PBS. It aired here. Oh, cool. And oh, uh, he's just he's he's great, but he's so ornery. Like he's such <laughs> he's such a cranky boy. <laughs> Like the whole He's thing. Hey, Steams, come over here. No. Look at this. <laughs> Except I made him, I made him sound Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> He's not, he was in disguise. 
was he was on a train. Whereas in real life, he sounds like French Wolverine, like just like Baba Snuff Claws. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, how long's how long's the Cthulhu campaign gonna last then? Oh, I think that we're probably. I mean, it's it's this is longer than we usually play a single game, and I think that. Uh, some people are a little bit done with it. Um, yeah. We probably have another uh, between like five and seven more weeks of it, Whoa. which it's it's at the end it'll be kind of cool. Like we'll have done a very long storyline, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, that was all kind of cohesive. But um, I'm looking forward to not running a game, you know, for a little while, like taking a break because it's preparation and stuff. Do you have to do all the characters then? Do you like do all the different voices and stuff like that as well? I uh, I go I do but I'm I'm pretty selective about when I do it because I can't uh, hold an accent for more than a line uh, before it kind of turns into a pan-European kind of mess. Uh, I'm the same. I yeah. always start off. I think everything I end up try trying every type of accent I do kind of ends up sounding like Welsh. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. My Sean Connery, even though I'm Scottish, Welsh. You yeah. Know, my Michael Caine, he only meant to blow the dolls off. <laughs> Boy oh. Kind of yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, just dropped in. Just, just, but yeah, made an absolute mess of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, you mentioned the retreat coming up. So, I mean, oh, yeah. one of the things, one of the things that we, um, I mean, obviously on the show that we talk about, is we do talk about um, what we got to the table as well as what we're planning to get off the shelf. But um, the reason that we did the, the uh, dear listener, the reason that we did the kind of the 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 wonderful intro that we did. <laughs> <laughs> which wasn't as you can tell we just ad-libbed that oh <laughs> I, I, I didn't ad-lib I, i've been rehearsing it for weeks i know so, i know it's yeah. from the show notes yeah <laughs> and my goodness you you made a um yeah you made a, a, a worse mess of the show notes than patty did <laughs> when he was on that was just absolute filth um <laughs> you can't just put everything so it's a rude word i'm just saying yeah I'm yeah, just well, I, that, yeah i got the idea from patty i learned it from him <laughs> Well, he is the best. Yeah. He is the best. But no, one of the games that we have um, that you've been—I pl- know you've been playing—and that mm-hmm. um, I have been playing an awful lot of is um, is Codenames, and I think everybody is playing Codenames at the moment because it recently won um, it won an award for um, Game of the Year. Now, for those who aren't aware of Codenames, it's by the Czech Games Edition, and you can pick it up. It's cheap. I mean, it's really not. Not cheap as in, you know, um, cheap, cheap. It's inexpensive, yeah. I think I want to say. But you can get it for about, I mean, I think I got my copy for about £12 or something, so that's going to be about, well, the current exchange rate, that's going to be probably about $15 or something. The yeah, it's it's a, yeah, it's exactly $15. Uh, is oh, how there you pay go. For, yeah, there that, you go. And you can get, you can yeah. get it on the following places. Um, yeah. um, for those people that don't know or don't know anything about uh, code names. Uh, what explain? You want to explain to people what it's about, Gary? What do you uh, What do you actually do in it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, code names uh, is a word game, um, uh, asynchronous word game. You uh, you play along with a teammate. Uh, you arrange a set of words in a five by five grid, and uh, these words have um, some of them are your agents uh, who you want your opponent to pick. Some of them are your mm-hmm. opponent's agents which you do not want that will do well for the other team um, if they pick them. 
some of them are civilians, which are kind of a wash. They just end your turn. Yeah. And one of them is the assassin. Uh, and if you, your opponent picks that word, that's it. Uh, game over. Game over. Um, so your job as the uh, clue master is uh, you get to say one word and one number. Mm-hmm. And uh, the word, uh, so let's say that you, I want you to guess um, uh, truck, um, boy, uh, truck, uh, uh, fuel, and let's just say truck and fuel and keep it simple. Uh, yeah. Then I might stay, I might say gas too. Yeah. Um, so you're looking at this sea of words, 25 different words, and choosing what words I could mean by that clue. Um, and the tricky thing is, is not only when I'm, so it, it, the thing I love about Codenames is it has that feeling of um, kind of easy to learn, but, but there's, it's, there's more depth to it than you maybe think. Yeah. Uh, is because uh, as the clue giver, um, my strategy is not just choosing, you know, the best word. It's choosing the best word that doesn't apply to the assassin or apply to my opponent's words. Yeah. So in um, this, yeah. yeah, if I said gas too, and there was a word on there that was like, um, you know, uh, I don't know. B- balloon. Uh, yeah, balloon. There we go. Uh, on there as well. I don't want you to guess balloon. So I wouldn't use no. gas. I want to try to find something better than that. Yeah. Um, and then your uh, additional strategy is not only you're doing that, but you're keeping it. If you don't get it, you're keeping a running log of words that I've said for future turns. Because I think the subtlest and kind of coolest mechanic in code names is that you can guess one extra turn. So if I said two, you can guess two, but you can also guess one additional one if you want to push your luck. Exactly. And you kind of draw yeah. back to past turns to choose that one. Um, so it's just, it's, and yeah, it's very it neat. Depen- it depends who you're playing with as well, because I've played it at the club, mm-hmm. and obviously the intellect and kind of experience on playing these type of games is <clears throat> is you know can be quite high. So they're quite you know good at kind of picking up and going okay, anatomy four, and they'll go mm-hmm. for it you know half yeah. the time. So there'll be eyes, legs, arms, and things. Whereas you know I also play it with my I also play it with my kids. It's become such a popular game with my kids. You know we got ten minutes. Mm-hmm. to do we have 10 minutes to kill you know we're going to go out it's 10 minutes before you when we go out somewhere what do you want to do and we get code names out and it's very very easy to set up the fact you're 25 words down you both select your cards and then i think my one of them my there was my son was trying to well i was playing the spy master because the spy master gave out the clues and the the word on the board was straw and mm. i said um i said suck <laughs> and, he, and he picked calf <laughs> and I went why you picked calf he says because calves suckle the mother cow's milk oh. I was like I, I don't even I don't even know you uh-huh. <laughs> I sent him to his room uh. for the rest of it <laughs> but then you get that because something which is this is the thing is something that's fairly obvious to you and it's like the words can be I could say like say um the word could be sword and, mm-hmm. or it could be there could be sword and moon sitting down on there now I could say the word night mm-hmm. now you might look at night and go now if in your mind you're thinking it's the N-I-G-H-T night then you're going to pick moon mm-hmm. you know if you've got like say night if you've got like say sword moon and wolf if somebody says to you night they could go oh it's definitely the moon and the wolf right whereas if I think it's the, the K-N-I-G-H-T they might go well it's the sword you right know, so you get that different one as well so 
it can depend on how well you know the person sometimes as well but it's just it's it's, it's a good it's a good fun game i i was I really would, hoping uh that that your son would have when he picked calves and you asked him why he would just been like calves suck okay <laughs> <laughs> like, hate them <laughs> What? Exactly. They're nature's Death dorks. To calves. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Give me some veal. Yeah, give, give me some cows, but no calves. I don't want calves. I just like the end of this song. Give me four calves. Yeah. <laughs> four calves. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. So no, but you get that side of things, and it can create some real things where you're just like going, "What are you doing?" <laughs> but yeah. you can't. That's the other thing. You can. We we've have a rule that you can't. Um. If you're the if you're choosing the words. That mm-hmm. you're not allowed to verbally, kind of, you just got a point of the cards. Oh yeah. So you're not allowed to actually respond back, at all. You know, so you can't ask a, you know, is it this one or is it? Oh, it could be this one, or they even put their thoughts out there. And sometimes that's a good thing because if they're then stringing a whole pile of words together, as you said, you know, they're using not only the this clue but they're trying to think about the clue that was two or three words ago as well. Mm-hmm. Then. You just say right, okay, point, point, and say what it is. Or yeah, point and, and there you go. But, um, yeah, you can't cheat. Uh, or I mean, you, you, there's like kind of like just a gentleman's agreement that's implicit in most board games, but is really powerful here, where you don't, you know, you don't talk with your eyes, you mm-hmm. don't, uh, you know, you don't do anything like that. And one of the things I like about code names is that like, it would be so easy to do that if you wanted to be a monster, you could get together with your partner beforehand and be like, you know, mm-hmm. I'll hold up, I'll three fingers on my drink when you're in pointing in like yeah. towards the wrong thing and two if it's the right thing but yeah the game feels low stakes enough and and fun enough and like i haven't there's had a no lot of games lo- there's no bad losers is there i mean yeah you know, if, I, you're ba- if you're a bad loser at this thing you know have a word with yourself it, yeah <laughs> absolutely <laughs> it's it's felt very um like very evenly matched a lot of times when i've played like i haven't had a lot of like just runaway successes no. in codenames it just kind of they're always kind of close games um and uh it's not that, like a planned out situation is it yeah yeah it's and it, it's uh and alternatively so it's not um it's not unfrustrating because it's about luck it's very much about skill so when you give like a really really good clue or you make a really good intuitive leap uh mm. those are two different feelings you know one of them makes you feel very smart one of them makes you feel uh, very deductive like a smart in a different way um I feel better playing this game than I do. Uh, it's like an instant gratification that rather than like what comes after 20 turns of Catan and like this yeah. thing I thing I've built uh, kind of comes like, I don't, I'm not a big Catan guy, but like, that's the first thing that came to mind. Um, like 20 turns of, of creating this, this empire has come together. Uh, I just feel like, Oh, it's like, that was, that was a good clue. That was clever. You know, like yeah. it's a clever game. Like I feel clever playing it. Uh, and that's why my kids like it as well, because when we walk away after a game, you know, if we're playing, say, um, and I play a fair number of games with the kids, if we play, like, say, Ex- Escape from Atlantis, mm-hmm. it's like, well, halfway through the turn, you got your shark and it ate all my swimmers. So there's sometimes bad blood. And I'll just say, thank goodness those pieces are wooden. Cause yeah. Because they, they can hit hard. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if, if they really wanted away, to get you, they'd leave them on the floor. Like, they, yeah. they would make them like Legos. Side like of the bed. Step on them. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. A shark, a shark fin <laughs> is not a nice thing. Mm-mm. It's six o'clock in the morning with no socks. No, 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 no. <laughs> but no, I mean they walk away from the game, and there's never any bad blood because it's almost like you are kind of in control. Nobody can like you, 
you're always working together with a person opposite you. You're mm-hmm. nobody kind of like planning. You're not fight while you're going up against other people on the team. You're never kind of really, you know, yeah. it's never going to be a case that like ten minutes down the road you're kind of winning and, and everything's fine and everything's good. But I can see why it kind of, I can see why it kind of won the awards that it did because it's one of these games that I could take to the office and say, should we have a game? And everybody could pick it up in ten minutes. Yeah. Yeah, and it, then, the the PvP know. part is really subtle, mm-hmm. like that. You know, you do things to kind of to mess up your opponents, but uh, it's not <laughs> oblique. Yeah, I, I thought you were. Yeah, I, I thought I, you were going there mentioning no. PvP. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I thought I, you the were going there. Just, like, what is he doing? <laughs> he just sneaks into, <laughs> into real life. I can't help it. It's uh, like no, don't. So, the uh, the competitive part. Uh, is, I don't is think so, anyone noticed. We're fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, keep going. <laughs> the, uh, the the competitive part is so subtle, um, yeah. and if you're doing it well, uh, you know, because you can throw out clues. You know, your opponent's team is listening, just like real spies. Yeah. Like, you know, what you're saying being picked up is also important. Uh, mm. So the, again, there's this kind of third level strategy where you're doing that, but no one will ever really know it unless you're a real douchebag and like kind of brag about it at the end. It's yeah. it's subtle, so it doesn't feel mean spirited. Like playing this no. game, you know, it, it's like a cooperative, competitive game, uh, yeah, and it, exactly. it's, it can be very fun two players as well, um, just cooperatively. Like just yeah. you know, I, I'm we're just gonna do this back and forth for a little while to s- figure out how the other person's brain works. You know, well, usually with the kids, it's you know, it's we have one person plays the spy master, and then the other two play the guessers, and that's mm-hmm. how that kind of it kind of works that way because you can't be. Um, no, it's the other way around. What am I thinking? Mm. I'm getting old in my old age. <laughs> it's no, it's you get two spy masters and one guesser. So mm. it means that the clues, it's all on the clues and the guessing. And yeah, and you know, you can't really accuse them of purposefully not getting the clues because it's almost like there's a little bit of an emphasis on the person that is doing the guessing getting the guessing right because yeah. you want to say, look, I got it, you know, I get rewarded for this by a nice little kind of red card or, or a blue card on there. You know, so yeah. it's quite um, so it's quite good. Um, looks wise, it's um, the artwork's nice. It's mm-hmm. very very simple. Um, um, you get you get a whole pile of words to play with. So replayability, there is an even. It's not a case that you're going through cards and then even if you went and if you were playing this for like eight hours straight or something and you went back through the cards again, you're always going to have different permutations of the words, and even the board that you have a little kind of card that you select which tells you where the different um, spies are on either team. And that can change. I mean, you can flip them round 90 degrees every yeah. time. So the variations are just... They're, 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 um, they're ridiculous. But and it's one that, one that we play a lot, you know? Something I, ha- I haven't done but people have talked about is that you could play this with a set of cards from uh, the game Mysterium. Really? Yeah, some some people talked about that, which is a cool idea, I think, because those are images. Mm-hmm. Um, so you would have you jot it down, uh, but you would just have these random images of things as well. But any kind of random uh, assortment of nouns. Um, that's the next. That's the next version of her that they're doing. They're doing another version which is just pictures. Mm. So yeah. I don't know how that's. I'm going to wonder how that's going to kind of work. Um, so obviously it's going to be interpretation of the pictures. Apparently, there's there's also a not safe for work version as well. Okay. Which I'm, I don't see you know, 
yeah. neither here nor there. If they want to do it, then that's fine. They've got their, they've got their ten minutes in the sunshine, so they might as well make exactly. as much hay as they possibly yeah. can, you know. But um, yeah, I mean, um, for for anyone that's interested, if you're looking for something that's an introduction, I like a little nice little light party game. That mm-hmm. if you bring it out, you know, if you bring out Catan in front of like a group of people that haven't played board games, there's a chance they're gonna go, hmm. Well, sticks, hexagons, not sure. Code names is going to be, well, how do I learn it? Well, you just pick the words yeah. and you're away kind of thing. So, well, And yeah. it, it's not one of those games where um, you're going to lose the first time no matter what. Yeah. Like that That's the thing about learning uh, board games, which I like doing. Like I like playing new board games, but I get bummed out if they are... Uh, so at the game retreat, um, we played the, the Game of Thrones, like big serious strategy right, uh, board yeah. game, which I think is actually kind of good. But it was like a four-hour game that I knew I was going to lose an hour in, <laughs> you know. And it's just like, okay, this game, this four hours is a wash. And that's and how then I, you f- you're just going through the motions, aren't you? Really? You're, you're, you try, you know, if you're, you can try to learn from the rest of the experience, but mm. uh, it can it can be a bummer to have your first game just always be a wash. And that's how I feel about a lot of like real kind of like heavy Euro games and big strategy games. I don't gravitate towards those because. Uh, my time is just too limited to like, you know, I have to play this three times before I get it. You know, that's, yeah, that's exactly. 12 hours. Like I, I just, I have stuff I need to do. Whereas, exactly. you know, I've got to go uh, to the shops. Yeah, like, <laughs> I've, run out, I've run out of milk. Yeah. Someday <laughs> I have to sleep. You know, I, I can't, exactly. uh, you know, I have a job. Um, whereas this, this is uh, you're not going to lose the first uh, game automatically. Um, yeah. The other thing too, that I like about it, that's to suggest it is that, uh, you know, growing up playing like real basic, uh, when everybody plays the kind of Hasbro, board games yeah. you know uh, the ones i always gravitated towards uh were things that were um like categories or taboo i love taboo taboo is my favorite old game and yeah. uh the reason why i love taboo is because it is it's not like boggle where it's about how words are spelled or constructed um yeah. it's about what words are about it's a yes. it's about a word meaning and i think that's really cool like that's much more interesting to me than spelling as a mechanic yeah. spelling feels very like, Oh, it's okay. Like I'm either good at this or I'm not. Um, yeah. you know, every time I play boggle with somebody, you spend forever d- digging through a dictionary. Like, it's like that or a scrabble. Or some totally. Exactly. Get the argument. Egg is a word. Yeah, ex- exactly. Egg, egg is a word. Yeah. Egg is a word. It's and then you get out those <laughs> damn scrabble dictionaries. And like, I'm so, you know, I'm, I never have fun playing scrabble or boggle, but I love games yeah. where it's about what words are about. Uh, and codenames and, um, is so about that. Yeah, and it is down to the interpret. It is you know, there's it's the interpretation and the meaning again. Yeah. So it's like what a word will say to somebody, and then you get obviously um, some people thinking that the word straw is obviously equal to the word calf. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I had never thought of an udder as a straw, like a meat straw. No, but, I just uh, thought no. The, he's not wrong. Like no, he's oh, not because yeah. that was what he thought, and yeah. I just like that. You know, you're either being you're being incredibly clever about this, you're overthinking this to the yeah. point, but. <laughs> I think when you've got the grid, you know, especially if I think it was at the beginning of the game, so mm-hmm. we'd already had a couple of bystanders and nobody had actually scored. So he was st- he was staring at this for like two minutes, <laughs> and it got so annoying that my daughter kind of you got the egg timer that you can yeah. bring yeah. out to say right, okay, you're 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 going to run out of time. So mm-hmm. I think in a panic, he just went, um, um, uh, calf, yeah, <laughs> and I looked at him. As the only way a father could and went, no, son, <laughs> that's the blue teams. <laughs> Get out. The, even that, that timer mechanic is so, uh, like, chill. 
Like it gives, yeah. it kind of lends to the tone of this game, which is not, you know, a, a more uh, like the way that you know. So games communicate tone through rules. Like they they want you to have a certain kind of feeling while you're playing, and hmm. if they wanted you to be more stressed out, it would be like a larger timer, and you put it out immediately. Yeah, um, exactly. It'd be it'd be codified. You know, you have two minutes to guess. Instead, it becomes a joke. It, it, it does become yeah. a little joke. You know, it's and nothing it's, serious. Yeah, exactly. So. They make it kind of fun. Like, it's just like, okay, this is a goofy way you can tell somebody they're taking too long. And it's totally yeah. up to your discretion. So if you have a group where, like, you're sitting around and you're having beers and maybe you don't care if someone takes a while or someone tells a story in the middle of the game, the game, the rule <laughs> allows for that. Like, the, the game yeah. allows for a hangout vibe that is really appealing to me in a way that, like, a game that is more structured doesn't. Yeah. You know? It doesn't take itself too seriously, and it yeah. lends us. It's aware of what it is, which is cool, which yeah. is all good. I love that about good. it. So if you want, as I said, code names, it is by um, Vladi Shivatil. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he's been involved in a couple of other really, really decent games. It's by Czech Games Edition. As we said, you can pick it up for about £12 or about $15, based on the current exchange rate. Um in terms of things, me, I'd say yes, Gary. Would you? Oh yeah. Sound like you? Yeah. Let's let's kind of yeah. get let's kind of get in that. Um, the next game that um, well, the the next thing that we normally do is we also have like a, a get them to the table. So mm-hmm. the question for yourself is: um, Are there any kind of games? You obviously with you coming up to the end of the the, the Call of Cthulhu kind mm-hmm. of role-playing game that you're playing are there any games that you're kind of covering at the moment that you would maybe like to have a go of that you've seen that you've heard a little bit about yeah um, you went yeah yeah anything, uh, anything that's kind of struck you recently um the two things I, I think about um kind of tabletop wise role-playing wise um i mm. want to give uh the cypher system a shot as a money right. cook games um the the tabletop version of uh tides of numenera mm-hmm. which is the uh, kickstarter for the Follow up to Planescape Torment, best written video game of all time, um, <laughs> is <laughs> I really want to try that uh, that tabletop game. I've heard really good things about it. Um, I like rules light uh, RPGs, um, mm. but as far as, as far as board games go, um, me and my roommates did a campaign of uh, Pandemic Legacy uh, recently. Real, yeah. I, I think I, I did. You not mention that on the um, on Slack or something yeah. recently? Yeah. Yeah. And, what, I, what do you think of it? How do you get on with it? Because I'm intrigued about this. It's um, so I don't I don't love Pandemic, um, Vanilla Pandemic. No. Um, it's okay. Uh, the legacy stuff kept me going, and the ritual of it kept me going. Like uh, just like once a week, we're gonna we're gonna work together and see if we can get to the end of this bigger thing. Yeah. Um, made it really work for me. Um, so it was very fun. It has a really uh, mechanically problematic ending. Uh, to the season and the the story of season one uh, the the twist of the story of season one is something that I would have expected them to save for season two so I'm really curious where they'll go from here without spoiling anything yeah Um, yeah because for those people that aren't that aren't aware a legacy game is essentially um, it would be like um, basically you can change the kind of you can change permanently certain mechanics of the game and the mm-hmm. way that the legacy game works is you and you, you obviously correct me if i'm wrong but based on how you play the game how you win and lose the game then certain cards and certain f- can almost like features will become available and 
based on your performance, you'll open and add maybe changes in diseases or changes in cures, and it can drastically alter how you play the game. Now, obviously, that means that um, <clears throat> you'll start the season with the board looking one way and you might finish the season with a board looking completely different. Mm. Um, I know some people that don't like the legacy system just because they like their board games pristine. But I know some people that are like, well, I don't get to play board games enough. I'm realistic about my board games. The ones I do play, I maybe play once or twice a year. So if I'm going to play something, I might as well get the best out of it. it so that's for those people that aren't aware. It was amazing of- uh, value. Like, I thought that too. Like, oh, we're essentially ruining this. But yeah. we got, uh, you know, it was like $40 split between four people. And we yeah. got a good, like, 12 sessions out of it. So it was like a less than a dollar a session. <laughs> Uh, per person like you know it even as a disposable product it's an amazing value yeah. um if you get your, your buddies to kind of kick in for it with you and it re- it does require a commitment though i mean yes. that's i guess that's the one thing is it's not it is a full season you've got to play so it does almost it, it does almost become like a an rpg campaign yeah, um, yeah is that you have got to um like or you know say like say descent for instance or you know that kind of game where you've got you can play through an entire campaign, but you've got to keep going to get the full, the kind of the full the full thing out of it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I, mean, I don't know about, I have much to say about this, but what, the reason why I brought that up though is that um, that kind of got me interested in other legacy games, and I think the next one we're going to try is Time Stories. Uh, oh, yeah. Do you I've, know Do you know Time Stories? <clears throat> I was playing it last Friday. Okay. Do, what What do you think? Is it Is it worth our time? Is it good? Um. Yes. Okay. Um. I. Th- it's. Um. It requires a certain certain type of mindset, and I think you really need to be in a kind of an analytical mood. Um. But the premise behind time stories is there's the. <laughs> I'm gonna sound awful, but one of <laughs> one of my films which I thoroughly enjoyed recently was Edge of Tomorrow, mm-hmm. or Live Die Repeat with Tom Cruise and Emily Blunt. Um. And it was basically, that's what Time Stories is. Time Stories is living a situation, learning what you're meant to do and what what you're not meant to do, and then going back and reliving that situation, but doing certain things in order to either speed up your progress or prevent things from happening in the game. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't want to spoil it because the essence of the story, you know, we you know, it's basically here's a scenario. You have got to do X, Y, Z within a set amount of time. So the first time you play it on, you'll be you you've got you play it in a number of rounds, and it doesn't really matter the number of rounds that you take. Um, there's kind of win lose conditions that you have, but um, you play it through, and you'll say, okay, I'm maybe gonna I'm gonna. If you look at the analogy, it would be you get up in the morning and you decide that you're gonna go downstairs and make breakfast and go to the shop because you've run out of milk mm-hmm. um, but on the way because of the shop because you're going to the shop you end up um, being involved in a car accident because of that kind of thing so the next thing was well what you would do is you would decide to have something else different to eat for breakfast so you wouldn't have to get the milk so you wouldn't have to go out and be involved in the car crash kind of thing so that's in essence how kind of time stories mm. kind of works um <clears throat> It's a four player, so you need four players on, and again, it's a campaign game. But um, it's it was fascinating. Um, it's really, really analytical, and it makes you make choices that you will make mistakes on. 
so there's no obvious you know there's no obvious kind of um, right answer if you know it's like oh there's a shady looking guy in the corner do you go up and speak to him and mm. you know bargain your way in it and so every time you like do something like that you use up a unit of time and you only have 25 units of time in a round to do investigations and moves and stuff like that mm-hmm. um so you might go up to this guy and talk to him and he turns around and says i don't want to talk to you because today i am captain donkey <laughs> and you know and that's you you've wasted that turn but next time you know not to go and talk to somebody or not do this or not do that so um if yeah i mean th- there's k- quite a few expansions for it as well mm-hmm. um because it is you know you play it once and you really really can't go back and it'll be difficult to play it again um without pretending to be ignorant so it almost becomes like an original if you played it again, it would almost become like an original pandemic game where yeah. you know the solution, so you'd be forcing, you'd almost be pushing people to do things a certain way. Yeah, you don't you don't want a quarterback. Like, that's a big problem in, in pandemic, <laughs> you know. Uh, having one yeah. person who knows a game is... Uh, is there a reason I it's can't play... Uh, everybody I know really loves uh, Battlestar Galactica. And, yeah. like, I've never gotten over the hump with that game because I always play with people who know it really well who just kind of end up telling me what to do. Yeah. Uh, and even when I'm a, a, and I'm so bad at deception games, like I'm so bad at lying that like <laughs> when when I'm a Cylon, I just I might as well just be like, you know, drawing pictures of sexy <laughs> robots on a notepad. And... You're just sitting there going, zoom, 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 yeah. zoom. <laughs> Gary, what are you doing? Zoom, zoom, nothing, zoom, 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 zoom. Gary, are you a Cylon? Uh, um, no, no. <laughs> No. no, die human. No, Bra- no, no. Bra- not <laughs> Brayton, you are the one who is the Cylon. Yeah, you get yourself to Caprica. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't want to look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody want any toast? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if um, I, um, I, well, like, from what I've played, I mean, this is the thing, is we started playing Time Stories on Friday, so that's going to be something that we're going to um, kind of continue with over the next... Um, over the next couple of weeks when we go to the club. So, um, yes, I would say. You know, yeah, very would, cool. Good to know. You know, we've played one round, but I would think if you were splitting it, are you just splitting the cost and then kind of going for it yourselves? I, I, think, thing or I, I think my uh, my ex-roommate, uh, Will, already bought it. Oh, so, cool. uh, yeah, I think it's it's already bought. We just have to find the time to get together oh, and, and do it. So, yeah. No, I would definitely. It's, it doesn't take that well. I think you need probably a good three and a half hours, two, yeah. two to three hours. I think the thing to go in with these things is if you can, the deck's usually set up. When you open up, the deck's ready and it's ready to go. And the idea is you don't go in and play about with the deck because it can spoil it for yourself. Mm-hmm. So you set the deck up and then you're kind of ready to go. But yeah, we found um, two two and a half three hours two and a half hours you didn't quite get it done but three and a half hours you will get kind of it done because the game the pace of the game really really picks up and you also become really kind of animated because you'll get mm. somebody go no no you remember you've got to go here and then you've got to go here and i've got to go and get back and i've got to do this so it's you know it's it's good fun so you guys you guys um you guys should enjoy it so was, um there was another game that i saw a legacy game called seafell yeah, um, which is by Plaid Hat Games, who are now owned by Asmodee, I think, mm-hmm. who are currently buying up everywhere. Um, I'm thinking of making a board game just so they can buy us up and get us <laughs> lots of money. 
<laughs> but that's again that's another game I've seen which seems to be um, seems to be a legacy one. Um, one of the other games I think I don't know if you've heard of it. We've heard um, Scythe, which uh, was mm-hmm. it's kind of like an it's set in the nineteen twenties after the First World War. And it's like, what happens if there was like mechanoids and stuff like that around, big huge dreadnoughts and things? So mm. that is, we're gonna get gonna get our hands on that, and are gonna hopefully be playing playing that as well. Is there anything else that you're kind of looking at at the moment? Uh, I mentioned um, Mysterium. Um, yes. Yeah, I would like to try uh, try Mysterium as well. Um, I've only I've only heard about it. I've never played it. I'm thinking about picking it up for a game retreat. Uh, yeah, just we to have um, a have a new game. We spoke about it on, I think, episode two or three, mm. <laughs> and Colin is still accusing me of not liking it, <laughs> no matter how many times I play it with a smile on my face yeah. and a jingle in my step. Well, <laughs> He's like, if, mm. if my life has taught me anything, it's that the greatest crime you can do is not liking the right things in the right proportions. So yes. it's not enough just to like something. You have to like it the no. same amount and more or less than. I'm not enthusing enough. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. No, I think I think what it was is I was convinced that a certain kind of um, combination of cards meant that that's definitely the murderer. Mm. <laughs> I was so annoyed when I was wrong because I managed to convince two or three other people at the time and I was just like, well, they think I'm mm. right. And it's like, I'm sorry, it's not what I've got on the card. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, Mysterium's really good. And I think it's um, they've got an expansion that's out as well. So I played it recently. Um yeah, for somebody who doesn't like a game, I did play that recently, about <laughs> two, three weeks ago, with a new expansion that adds kind of more art. And it is, um, it's beautiful looking. It really is a nice game. And it's also another one that's, um, I think as we said in our earlier episode, it's one of these you can really, it's really, really easy for anybody to kind of pick up and play. But yeah. again, it ties in with code names because it's, as you said, it's interpretation. Yeah, it is. Uh, that that's what I, I like in in games, especially for this retreat where like we'll be, we'll play at least one like really heavy crunchy game. But mm. I'm just committed to losing that one. So like you know I'll I'll do my best. But somebody at, who's at the table knows how to play it already, so they've got such a huge advantage. Um, and I like these kind of smaller games where it does feel like anybody's thing. And then I also I gravitate towards cooperative games as well. I'm a yeah. you know I'm a gentle soul. Uh, so the, you're not um, dark soul then no 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 i'm very very much a very much a bright soul <laughs> i went very there i a, went there yeah, it's, it's, yeah. i know i said you shouldn't but i did anyway so it doesn't matter but yeah mysterium's pretty <laughs> mysterium's pretty good cool um we had a lot of fun with mysterium and you should do too that and dixit dixit's another game oh yeah kind of along yeah. the same lines which again is all about how somebody looks at a squiggle and thinks it's a squirrel that's kind of great, thing, which is all kind of good. This is the, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, you'll like you'll like Mysterium. Um, mm. um, yeah, we had a well, as I say, I got accused of hating it, <laughs> <laughs> which I wasn't. I was just having like it was a Friday that we normally go to the club, and I was a little bit tired, and uh, you know, and I wasn't concentrating fully, and then I just got frustrated. But mm. It's one I, of these things. Every time you talk about going to the club. I, I picked up through context clues what you mean, <laughs> but I initially was thinking of you, you know, just pour, pouring bottles on top models and it drinking forties with the shorties. It, um, <laughs> I'm taking my counters and I'm just sticking them in all different types of places. Yeah, just, yeah. 
What, yeah. you rolled a 12? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, uh, you're just tucking meeples into G-strings. The... Just, you know, I mean, I'm just like, you know, I mean, watch my dexterity. I've got plus <laughs> 10 on that, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, it's, no, what we used to do is, no, down at the club, we have got to actually play with Will I Am and, um, and yeah. Britney Spears. <laughs> exactly. For, so that's what we do. Fergie but is... She just, uh, uh, yeah. she, she just, yeah, Fergie's, um, Fergie's through and she plays Warhammer. Oh is yeah, that... uh, Warmer Hordes just, is what her nickname just, is. Well, that's just how she rolls. Yeah, <laughs> she's a and she's a she's a Horus Heresy girl, and she won't have anybody tell her anything different. You you'd be surprised how good Chingy is at Ticket to Ride. So <laughs> the uh, he's, he's uh, mad. He's getting all those stations. Yeah, he's getting all those carriages. But yeah, yeah. I mean the only problem is, um, you know, um, Britney Spears will only say the one thing. So, yeah. And he, <laughs> If there's any kids playing with us, we just have to, you know, say, shh, no. Britney, stop it. <laughs> stop it with the B word. <laughs> so, yeah, so isn't that kind of club? It is that kind of club. Gotcha. That's how I've been imagining it. No, uh, I think yeah. I said, but no, I mentioned another, uh, other, the, the club is called Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's called Dwarf. I think I talked about it with Paddy. Uh, um and he said the cult. He actually he dug out the advert, which is in the back of Tabletop Gaming Monthly, <laughs> and it's the, it's the, He's like, oh, hang on, I've seen an advert for these fellows. It stands for the Dunfermline Warhammer and Role Playing Fellowship. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. That would have been some AGM. <laughs> you can imagine. How do we get this working? But it, yeah, so they're they're yeah. So when I go to the club. <laughs> like I say, you know, obviously it's the same thing with my wife. You're not going to that club again, are you? Yeah. It's like, no, I'm going to a proper club tonight. I'm going yeah. out drinking, <laughs> dancing. <laughs> so is that the kind of club you want me to go to, or do you want to go and me go and hang around? Go with the hang guys at the dwarves, yeah. And look at the picture cards. Club, <laughs> club dwarf, or pretend to be an elf. Exactly. I'm an I'm a dwarf, but I'm an elf trying to get out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> We better move on. Yeah, because <laughs> this is just, yeah. you know, we're going. You're going to a place I can't follow, Anakin. Um, <laughs> um, one of the things that we do talk about is, and we have a section of the show called "Give It a Kick." Now, mm. I am not about to talk about. There's lots of Kickstarters out there, and we always mention a couple. But um, you yourself were involved in a Kickstarter recently, which was um, all about. Souls of Darkness. That's which, true. Do you want to? Do you want to tell people a little bit about it? Just um, yeah. yeah. Uh, I I designed a book that I would never be able to explain to my parents. Um, so the the idea is. Uh, so I and I don't know if these were uh, were available uh, on mm. on your side of the ocean, but in when mm. I was a young man, um, there were these books called the Worlds of Power books, uh, and they were really attractive as a kid because they were um, based on Nintendo games. So. Um, I had Nintendo fever, uh, nearly died and, uh, from it. And <laughs> the, uh, so when I was at school, you know, the bookmobile would come around, um, and, which I don't know if that's a universal concept either. Um, there is, there there's is a bookmobile. There's a, okay. Yeah. There's the same guy from my high school that's still driving the bookmobile. Oh, that's, that's, I don't, I was going to say fantastic. And then I realized like, <laughs> it's possible that's very sad. I don't know if that's good or bad. He's, I think he's got to the point where you can just walk up to him and say, have you got John Grisham, the partner? Yeah. And he just looks at you and goes, hardback or paperback. <laughs> he says, the owl flies at midnight. <laughs> um, exactly. So uh, 
in the bookmobile, I used to pick up these these books, and they're uh, you know they're based on Nintendo games, and I always really love them. And it's a weird uh, kind of thing for my childhood. So I decided to write a parody uh, one of those, um, yeah. but because I didn't want to write it about an existing Nintendo game. Um, I decided to make one up, and because I know Dark Souls and love Dark Souls, I made it as if Dark Souls were a Nintendo game. Uh, so Souls of Darkness is the name of the uh, Nintendo <laughs> version of Dark that, Souls. That was uh, ima- an imaginative stretch. Yes, it, was, uh, <laughs> it needed to be obvious enough that people would, would know. It had to have that dog whistle effect for Dark Souls people. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, so it is a, it is a story um, about a little girl who uh loves dark souls like she's really involved in the community um mm. or you know souls of darkness and then gets sucked into her tv uh chasing after her baby sister her baby sister gets sucked into the tv uh after it she discovers me a secret like games master was oh that sure the the, the, the um because that was the nintendo kind of whole thing it was about the boy that got sucked into the sucked into the game and yeah. there was mega man in it and there was mother brain was the bad the main bad one so yeah, captain n uh, like master, oh, yeah. Was it? yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that when I was watching it, I was actually being proactively sold to. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a time story. I, I went back yeah. and uh, and and did that for marketing. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, so so I did the the Kickstarter. And it went really well. Um, I mm. you know went really high over my initial goal. Um, mm. I was able to do it uh, and make all of the extra stuff I wanted to make. So the the idea being. That uh, if this was a game and a book that came out in the 90s, there would be 90s marketing stuff. So yeah. I made uh, training cards and stickers and pogs and all of that yeah. jazz. Uh, that was all very, very cool. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> it was cool. I was really happy to be able to do it. Um, worked And Nick uh, Daniel is the artist, uh, and he did a really good job. Um, and I was, you know, it was good to be able to to raise enough money to give, you know, to, to compensate him fairly. Like, I believe, you know, I don't want artists to work for free um, ever. And he wouldn't have either. Like I'm saying that, like I did that as a charity. Uh, I didn't, yeah. but I was just, I was glad that it was successful enough that everybody was uh, fairly compensated for their work. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I've, yeah, and I've just, I've been selling them since um, with the goal of uh, doing another one in the series. So my hope is to eventually have a series of these little books uh, that look the same, like on, the, on a bookshelf, they will look identical. Um, just like the worlds of power books do on my bookshelf. Um, but are all these little comedy books about uh, fake Nintendo games. And they're not. Um, I mean, they're not. They're not huge. It's not a huge, heavy kind of tome thing. It's a nice little pocket-sized. I mean, there is a lot of kind of nostalgia kind of thing. The color scheme a little bit reminded me of the Steve Jackson, Ian Livingston kind of choose your own adventure. Kind oh, of sure, the fighting color. fantasy. Uh, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. I kind of, you know, it was a little bit of a trip down memory lane. I have a, I kind of a bit. No, I um, I've read it. It was um, it was good fun. Thanks. It was good fun. It was yeah, it was light and it was uh, it's av- it's available now as well still if you search for I think yeah, if you, of Darkness as well. If you go to go to powerworlds.com uh, which is go. the website I set up for it and it's that's the going to be the website if I get to make more of them that will have all of them. Uh, and the oh. website is set up as if it were from that time as well. Uh, so oh. I, I had <laughs> I had help from somebody who helped me set up the website who can't uh, I can't give them credit because it's against their job for them to do work outside of their job. Oh, uh, right, but okay. I didn't do this all myself. Somebody helped me and, and special thanks to, oh, to that okay. particular person special who I cannot name. Yeah. Mysterious okay. stranger. We sh- <laughs> the, yeah, mysterious, so. the mysterious stranger. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you, I mean, in terms of other Kickstarters, do you, have you ever looked at backing anything kind of board game related or is that something that you've kind of 
left it. I mean, I suppose being involved in a Kickstarter yourself, did it make you kind of browse a bit more kind of the Kickstarter stuff out there? Or uh, have you never backed anything yourself? Um, I've backed a lot of games um, oh. kind of throughout uh, time. Like I backed um, Shadowrun Returns and Pillars of oh. Eternity. Like this, this kind of new wave of computer RPG yeah. has, has been totally my jam. So like uh-huh. I, I've backed those. Um, at Thimbleweed Park, the new uh, Ron Gilbert adventure game. Um, in the I Maniac see, yeah, I style. Saw, yeah, yeah, I saw somebody mention that um, just today. I'm going to check it out. I've not... Um, for some reason, I've, I don't, I've not backed any any kind of um, video game kickstarters. Um, I don't know why. I guess because when I when I see a board game product, I'm always like, well, I can see that product. So and you, yeah, you get a thing. Like a lot of the the video game ones are just, uh, yeah, digital downloads, and that that's fine. Like you want to do that so mm. the creator that you like can make stuff, but it's not as exciting as actually getting something in the mail. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no. Um, I I think I don't know what we've got coming soon. I mean, we 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 occasionally back a back one or one or other coming in. I mean, I know we mentioned kind of kickstarters a lot on the show, but we kind of we try to back where we can, but then mm-hmm. you end up kind of throwing money like like left, right, and center. But yeah, no, I mean, um, yeah, it's good. It's kickstarters are good stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um. Obviously, with that, um, the the other thing that we do is we kind of do shout outs. I didn't realize I'm looking at the time now, and um, we're kind of I've talked talked a little bit longer than I expected. Um, uh, every, but... every podcast I'm on ends up being three hours, so so buckle up. Yeah, I didn't want to. I didn't. I wanted to um, kind of. What I wanted to do is I wanted to say, well, I'm. I know. I'm conscious. I'm taking up your time, and I went. Do I want to just milk him for every single thing? Do I want to just leave a husk of a Gary Butterfield kind of lying there? Yeah. You a straw. Cole calling yeah. <laughs> A calf. Yeah, I'll leave a Cole, calf. Cole calling you up and going, Gary? Gary? And you just like try to reach for the try to reach for the computer, try to it send was, a back message. We're not wizards. Just um, tell them this get stuffed. Yeah, just <laughs> tell them that I hate Dark Souls three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Um, I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna edit that out. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> you can bleep it. Uh, exactly. <laughs> just for a laugh. Just uh, so nobody does. And then I'm gonna like go along and go. Did you hear this, guys? Yes. Did you hear? I've got, I've got proof here, guys. You can, you can blackmail me. Uh, <laughs> what for? Yeah, then, yeah, I don't know. I'm just gonna uh, put it out in the open. That's it's true. <laughs> just watch it. the world burn. Well, you know, somebody's gotta. We can't all no. be nice. No, yeah. that's not true. That's yeah. not true. Um, <clears throat> one of, we'll try to get back on on script here because if this is gonna be another two hours, then I, you know, I, mean, I better make, I better get comfy. You know, <laughs> I should have worn my jogging bottoms. Yeah. I should have worn, should have worn my comfy trousers. Yeah. Um. Shout outs, we do shout outs. Now, um obviously you mentioned um Souls of Darkness, but um I know you from Duckfeed as I mentioned on the intro. Um tell yeah, I mean that's the other thing I'd like to know. Is there you know, tell us a little bit about the work you do on Duckfeed T V because I the amount of content that you put out there frankly scares me a bit. <laughs> when you press because it's like i'll go into because i'm i you know i 
on the Twitter account, I'm always shouting out other podcasts and stuff like that because I think that, you know, you get the word out for other people and that's the way things that should be. But you just seem to be constantly putting out content yeah. all the time. Yeah, we, we so, do a lot of shows. Um, yeah. And the uh, I think I was thinking about that recently um, about uh, why that is uh, and mm. how that kind of came to be. Um, and I think part of it is just me and Cole both uh, are the kind of person who uh, gets an idea and then like the idea kind of gets stuck uh, mm. in your in your teeth and you, until you actually make it happen. Um, and so that's part of it. And the other thing is that we're uh, both um, and I, I I think I can speak for both of us is like. Uh, immensely and and powerfully grateful uh, that we get to do this. So like for the first time in my life uh, with the podcast doing um, as well as it does, uh, I have that and I have a a part-time job as well, but uh, I like both of my jobs. That has never happened to me before. I have grown up my entire life hating work and hating every job I've ever been in. Uh, And uh, now it's like, because people are very generous with their, their money and are support the podcast, um, mm-hmm. We're able to do that. So when we come up, there's a lot of new shows that we come up with where we just are like, hey, this is going to be a, a Patreon goal because we want to give uh, the worst thing in the world is that anybody feels like they're, you know, not getting what they, they put into it. And yeah. we want people to feel good about supporting us. And this is something we can do. Like we can make mm. stuff and we can goof around and people like it. And this is a currency that we have that we can give back. Um, so for those for those who who say they're they've come to they're coming to you via us, mm-hmm. which yeah, because like we've got a user base that, um, <laughs> that 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 hasn't heard of you, um, that probably you know because I'm on I'm on Slack enough going go and come please listen to my show please listen to my show and they're like no, um, tell us a, yeah tell us a little bit of the type of stuff oh yeah kind of the shows that you're doing on Duckfeed. Um, so the two, uh, the, or I guess like kind of three primary ones, the first one that we did together was watch out for fireballs, um, yes. coming up on the fifth anniversary of that, which is very fun. Um, yes. and that is an old games book club, um, that was born out of, uh, me and Cole. Um, he had the, the network, but it was really just two shows, um, that he did. And, uh, I used to listen, we met each other on something awful on that forum, um, on a podcast, a workshop thread where he'd listen to each other's things. I was doing my own podcast and he was doing his own. And uh, on his show, uh, The Level, he used to talk about kind of old uh, 16-bit games and nobody had played them. Yeah. Um, so I was like, I've played those. Like, what if, I, you know, hey, you should have me on there for a guest or we should uh, do like a retro uh, show. Yeah, okay. And, uh, and it kind of came from from that. Um, and that's been going for five years and is uh, I'm very Ooh. proud of it and uh, really into it. Um, a couple years into that, uh, we started doing Bonfireside Chat, um, yes. which is uh, about Dark Souls. It is uh, area-by-area exploration of uh, Dark Souls um, that was born out of Watch Out for Fireballs, was born out of us talking about Dark Souls in the margins of those, those episodes. Um, yeah. You know, because you, you, you find somebody you can talk about Dark Souls with, you're going to talk about Dark Souls. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, so yeah. It, yeah. We've, we've, done, we've done it exceptionally well, kind of not having it being the... I'm amazed, you know, not- yeah. No, no, we've, you know, it's been fine. I mean, nobody's mentioned the Kickstarter. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That shall not be named. Uh, nobody's the, not going about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so the, uh, sorry, Bonfireside Chat, and that's been going for a couple of years, and that's also been really amazing. Like, I've got to meet um, a lot of really cool people because we have guests on that mm. show. 
and uh, it's had really like a good reach. Like it is a it is a popular show. Um, so uh, and then the other kind of the third highest thing we do or third most listened to, and we do a lot of different shows, um, is a show called Abject Suffering, which is a, our comedy show uh, that we do that is ostensibly about bad games, but not really. Um, it's about kind of tangents and stuff, but that's just a, a chance for us to kind of goof around. Um, yeah, and that, that's those are the three main ones we do. But if you go to duckfeed.tv, you'll see everything else. Um, there are blogs. Um, there are other comedy shows. There are a couple of other game shows. And a lot of them are exclusive to uh, or come out for free for people who are patrons. So if you go to yeah. uh, patreon.com forward slash duckfeedtv um, and kick us a couple of bucks a month, um, you'll get a lot of extra stuff. We want to make sure you feel good about even the people who give us a lot of money, like there are people who give us twenty five dollars a month, which is amazing to me. Um, <laughs> those people, just, like yeah. I want them to get a lot of stuff back, um, just because uh, that's a lot of money, and it mm. is uh, again, it has been a life changing thing. Mm. Um, you know, it but, is. I mean, that's I mean that's how we kind of like got talking. Mm-hmm. Well, no, because <laughs> I must have sat, I must have sat at the keyboard going. Right, I'm gonna. I deleted the message about fifteen times just <laughs> to say, Gary. <laughs> Gary, do you want to go on the podcast about board games? No, that sounds stupid. Gary, <laughs> Gary I, I, I just, I just yeah. sent Ga- Gary question mark, and you went, "What do you want?" Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like, "Fine, I'll do your thing." Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I like, I like doing stuff like this. It doesn't. Uh, it's very mm. flattering that people would be nervous to talk to me, but I don't. Uh, I am. I try to be open about stuff like this because, like this, this, this stuff is fun. Like it's, it's fun for me. It's not. I'm not. I don't feel like I'm doing you a favor. Like. It is. It no, is fun to it's, chat about it's, board it's games. Always, no, it's always a. It's always a. It's always always a good laugh. You know, mm-hmm. um, me and Colin have decided that kind of like we we do our thing. We have our thing with our episodes, and we like a little setup. But also, we've come to realize quite quickly that when we said to people, "There's a podcast that we're going to do about board games, and we can get people on," and we've had people saying, "Well, I I would like to. I'd like to come on and talk about that because even though you know me through video games." We I do play board games as well, so it's become a little bit of a it's become a little bit of a nice little kind of thing mm-hmm. that's that's kind of grown, and we have a laugh and we have fun with it, and we're not doing it for you know anything kind of massive except to to come on talk for an hour and and hopefully some people will listen. So yeah. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. It's all it's all kind of good fun. Um, where can pe- if people want to find you? Where's the easiest place for them to find you? Yeah. Um, so the uh, the best place, like the place where I most easily, uh, most often interact with people is on Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to follow me on Twitter, I'm at G-A-R-Y-B-U-H, um, mm-hmm. at Gary Ba. Um, the other way you can get in touch with me um, is just through duckfeed.tv. Um, there's a contact email there as well. Um, yes. And then uh, Duckfeed, all the different Duckfeed properties have uh, Facebook pages and the like. Um, and I'm in that Slack channel, which we mentioned a couple times. That is something that we have for, for patrons only. It is a, a very positive uh, message board. Um, the, right now it's about 500 people uh, and growing, um, and it's just a bunch of sweethearts. So the community is the community is really just so it's it's just warm. It's a warm, fuzzy place where you can go. It's kind of like Cheers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, you know, it was. This last weekend, um, I met a bunch of people who uh, I only knew through Slack. And it was amazing how not weird it was. Like having Slack as kind of a basis, they weren't strangers. It's like, oh, once I knew their kind of username and I was like, oh, I remembered all the interactions I had with them. Um, And it was just, it was so 
so positive and heartwarming. And then those people who know each other through the Slack were talking about after the meetup, like getting together to play D&D or getting together once a month to have dinner and stuff, uh, even after we're gone, like not as part of the network, just uh, going and hanging out. And that was just really heartening. Um, It it felt very uh, heavy and real. Um, this That's idea good. that like, you know, it's really cool that these people are, are getting together. And if I can claim to have a portion of authorship over that, um, that's a, you know, I've done my, my good deed for, for this lifetime, you, go, you know, you can, you uh, can shine, your, shine yourself a badge up and just say, that'll do pig. Yeah. The, <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did that. There you go. Oh. You know, yeah. um, well, I mean, I've got to thank you for, for spending the time because I am, um, it's obviously, um, it's still mid afternoon for you, so you've got the rest of the day. Whereas... It's tr- it's true, uh, because because yeah. I have this Peter Pan like lifestyle uh, where I make most of my own hours. It's actually early for me. It's I, you can just go. I stay up very I'm late. Just gonna, I'm just gonna get myself a cup of tea and get myself some breakfast, and then I'm gonna hang about, and then you know. It's a uh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to get to work, but I'm gonna do it slowly in in a bathrobe. So that's the the nice thing. <laughs> so. I'm gonna go around today, and I'm gonna have funny hair. Yep, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's amazing it, when you get to work from home some days. Uh, how little you have to wash your hair. It's pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, you can do like the Kevin at Home Alone and just stick different hearing products. <laughs> just have it st- sticking off, wait, having wait. horns. But we we have fun. I I, I have fun uh, when I'm when I'm just here now, especially now that my my roommate who works from home is not here, and it's just right. me here. I just. Uh, <laughs> just yeah. about those six it's hours like, are mine i should feel lucky you've got a bathrobe on I yeah guess. <laughs> it's it's a yeah yeah wow <clears throat> okay see usually in bonfireside chat you have like fancy music <laughs> and then you go as usual as usual um you know we had to let um xyz go so you uh-huh. have the dee nee 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 and you come back and you go okay so we had to let gary go there um <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just going to do some ad. So if you can, I don't know if you can sing in the background or something, oh. Gary. <laughs> um, no, I mean thanks. Thanks very much for coming on. Um, for those who um, want to find out about us, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at We Are Not Wizards. You can. We have a Facebook page, um, which is facebook.com forward slash We Are Not Wizards. We you can find us on Acast and iTunes and Stitcher and. Um, we're also on Instagram as well, so it's instagram.com forward slash we're not wizards as well. Um, so you can track us down there. Um, apart from that, yeah, thanks again, Gary. Oh, absolutely. Um, for, for, it's been, yeah, it's been fun. Yeah, um, it's been it's been, re- it's been really it's, fun. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's it's been yeah. very fun. So yeah, um, yeah, it's been fun. I, uh, so, I appreciate the yeah. opportunity. So. Um, so okay, just to steal a line from Bonfireside Chat, what should they do <laughs> in the meantime? Or do you usually ask Cole, don't you? I usually ask Cole, yeah, and he prepares in advance most days. So all right, well, you tell you uh, what, you can ask me. Okay, and, and I'll try uh, and come up with something. Okay, all right. Uh, what should we do until next time, Richard? Um, you should concentrate on being a better spy. Umbasa. Umbasa. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll let them go that'll be fine <laughs> <laughs> they haven't noticed the thing we don't even have music oh we do we've got a song at the end oh yeah you, you guys gotta get music yeah, I was gonna say if, if, if you guys don't have any music you, you no I've gotta do a song at the end let me know so I can we're just gonna whip up yeah. something cause oh. you guys gotta have music it's not a podcast well, about music oh yeah well, I usually <laughs> sing I usually sing the outro but I'm not gonna <laughs> 
I'm not gonna bother this time. But anyway, uh, but again, anyway, thanks again. Um, remember, we are many things, uh, but yeah, we but are we're not, not wizards. We're not wizards, are we, Gary? Are we wizards? Uh, no, I'm. Not, I'm I wish, <laughs> but 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 I'm not. Okay, bye for now. Right. Thanks. Mm.